There wasn't a single thing that happened that was positive tonight. And I have a lot of questions for this coaching staff, for this football team. Frogs lose to K-State. They're 4-4. Four and four. We'll break it all down next. It's Locked On Horn Frogs. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Lockdown Horn Frogs, your team every day. I'm your host, Stephen Simcox. Uh, I am dumbfounded. <laughs> I don't really know where to even start. TCU loses to Kansas State. They go on the road. They lose 41-3. to This game was never competitive. Kansas State took the ball first. They went right down the field. They went up 7-0. Uh, offense got one first down. Then they, they basically went four and out. They got one first down in the first play. On the opening possession, three plays later, they punted. K-State went right down the field again, scored again. The first three possessions of this football game, the Kansas State offense faced one third down. It was a third and one, and they converted easily. This wasn't just like an offense that was, you know, making plays, converting third and longs, finding ways to march down the field. This was pure and utter domination. They ran tonight. The Kansas State Wildcats ran for 343 yards on the TCU defense. Treshawn Ward led the rushing with 89 yards on 17 carries. DJ Giddings had 85. Avery Johnson had 73. Will Howard had 62 on four carries. Will Howard averaged 15 yards a carry. They averaged six and a half per carry per team. In the first quarter, they almost averaged a first down every time they ran a play. Every single player that touched the rock for Kansas State tonight in the rushing attack had success. I mean, it was just an, an embarrassing performance all the way around, but the defense really set the tone by, one, not being really prepared. Somebody reached out to me on Twitter tonight during the game, and it was basically like, your Joe Gillespie take has been horrible. You've been giving him credit this year, um, and it's a stupid take. I mean – I thought the defense had improved over the last few weeks. I felt like they played better since the Colorado game. They were awful tonight. There's no getting around it. And part of that was schematic. Um, This is going on two seasons now, two years in a row, where Joe, I mean, frankly, like he just doesn't have an answer for the Kansas State rushing attack. They do a lot of good things with misdirection. They have a great offensive line. And, I mean, like I'll give them credit. They got talented players, and they have a great O-line, and they block things up beautifully. Um, and they use a lot of misdirection and a lot of window dressing, but they also just come straight at you, and they do it really successfully. But they looked unprepared. They didn't tackle well. And, I mean, it was just every time they were running the ball, there was a convoy out in front. DJ Giddings catches a a wheel route and takes it to the house. And the offense is not going to get off the hook either. They didn't find the end zone tonight. They were trying to desperately take timeouts in that final drive so they could get a sad touchdown and make the score more respectable, and they couldn't do it. I I don't have an answer for the inconsistency of this football team. Last week, they went out, they looked amazing. They beat BYU by 33 points. And I know, I mean, BYU's not the best team in the world, but, like, I'm, I'm trying to be a prisoner of the moment. I can't really think of a worse TCU performance that I've seen. I mean, 2021 against Oklahoma State, 
The national title game was really bad. But at least Georgia was a juggernaut. And no disrespect to Kansas State, I think they're a good team. And you saw tonight, like, K-State's having a down year compared to their expectations. They could turn this around. But they lost to Mizzou. They lost to Oklahoma State. But don't look now. Mike Gundy's kind of figured things out, and Oklahoma State's playing pretty well. But I still think most fans would say, depending on what they do over the next four or five games, this has kind of been a down year compared to what they thought they could do. But they're really well coached. They play together. They have a clear identity. And because of that, they've been able to stay afloat and stay above water, and they're still in the Big 12 championship race. TCU is nowhere close to that. They're a sloppy football team. They got whooped on both sides of the ball up front tonight. And, like, yeah, the defense coordinator, defense coaching staff, rough job tonight. They looked unprepared. There's also not a lot you can do when you're just getting blown off the football. And the D-line had a really bad game. And so the linebackers, and frankly, so the secondary. But when you're getting shoved back four or five yards on the line of scrimmage every play, uh, there's not there's not a lot of fixing that. The effort was bad tonight. I mean, like, you got beat by this team in the Big 12 championship game last year. And that's the effort you give. On the road with a chance to make a statement victory. I just don't get it. And this is this has happened multiple times this season where they just come out flat and get beat. But at least with Colorado and with Iowa State and with West Virginia, not really Iowa State, with Colorado and West Virginia, those were competitive football games. Iowa State got out of hand in the second half. They were able to score a touchdown to make the score more respectable. But bottom line is they got you know beat. This was just getting whooped up and down the field. And I sent this out on Twitter tonight. I was like, this is 2021 level bad. Like the, the afternoon that Gary got fired, after they lost to Kansas State, and I checked the scores because I was curious. Tonight they lost that game 31-12. to They lost tonight 41-3. to And they looked uninspired, and they didn't play with great effort, and they looked lost. They looked lost tonight. Like, how do you let it get to this point? Coming off a national championship season, how are you fighting for bowl eligibility? How are you getting run out of the stadium by what, honestly, could end up being a middle-of-the-pack Big 12 team. If they play like this against Oklahoma and Texas, I don't know what the final score is going to be, but it'll be worse than this. And they won't beat Texas Tech and Baylor playing like this. And at that point, this, that's the goal. You try to beat Tech, you try to beat Baylor, you try to make a bowl game and salvage something out of the season. Offensively, O-line just had nothing tonight. Couldn't protect Josh Hoover. And, I mean, Kansas State was heating them up, bringing blitzes, but it wasn't like they were bringing the house on every play. And it still felt like the numbers advantage wasn't there. Had a few explosive plays in the running game, but could not run the ball consistently. And, I mean, there's also just a factor of, like, last week was the perfect script for um, a, a young quarterback, backup quarterback, young quarterback coming in the game. You get up 14 nothing early. Team's feeling good. You're playing good defense. You're rolling along. You're forcing turnovers. And tonight was the exact opposite of that. Give up a touchdown on the first drive. Your offense can't really do anything. They stall out. 
I mean, they didn't find the end zone tonight. This is bad. And the players have to execute. But, man, I mean, to go make a controversial hire like Kendall Bryles, and it's been, I, I think it would, it would be generous to say the results have been up and down. I just don't understand a lot of the play calling. I don't understand what our identity is on offense. I know part of that is we've had to shuffle quarterbacks around a little bit because of the injury to Chandler. But I don't even know what they do. Like, tonight they didn't do anything well. The first six games of the year, at least they ran the ball pretty well with Monty Bailey. He got behind tonight, and you really couldn't afford to run the ball. But this, I mean, this is just embarrassing. This was an embarrassing effort by this football team. And it starts at the top. And, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not putting Sonny on the hot seat. But he's got questions to answer. Like, how do, you, how do you let this team get to this point? A team that, and he said this. These are his words. A team that he allegedly said before the season was more talented than last year. He didn't say they were going to be better, but he said he felt like they were deeper and they had more talent, man-to-man. You're 4-4. Four and four. You just got blown out by Kansas State. I mean, it's not good. That's the understatement of the day. Defensively, just nothing tonight. Offensively, couldn't get in the end zone. Had a couple drives in the second half where moved the ball, you know, in between the 20s. But same story as it's been pretty much all year except for last week. Red zone issue. And there was, I mean, there was never a moment in this game where it felt like they were going to make a comeback. When they were down 14-0, Amani had a nice run. They had a little drive going. They got in the red zone. And then three trading completions, and you have to kick a field goal. And then uh, first drive of the second half, drove the ball down. I liked, you know, one thing I did like, they went under center on fourth and one, handed the ball off to Trey Sanders, and at fullback, he's playing fullback, and he got the first down. I thought that was good. I thought that was a good call. Then a few plays later on third and five, they throw a screen pass to Trey. I mean, it, and part of it was Jalen Robinson just didn't stay on his block. But I'm like, why? Are, like, what is that play design? I don't understand. And then on fourth and two, they try to go to Savion Williams, and he couldn't catch it. Um, Josh Hoover looked overwhelmed tonight. Now I'm not like I'm not blaming him for the loss. It is what it is. They were bad all the way all the way around. But definitely much different than last week. It felt like uh, it felt like the Oklahoma State game a few years ago. After you know Chandler came in and they beat Baylor, and there was some excitement. Against going to Stillwater against a really good Oklahoma State team playing at night. I don't, I feel like most people weren't like, oh, we're going to win this, but maybe we could challenge them a little bit and just got beat from start to finish in this football game. This is not a good football team. We're going to talk about that next. And I, I, I don't have a lot of answers for you tonight. I really just have questions. And I'm just wondering where you go from here. But we'll try to answer some of those next here in Lockdown Horn. If you need someone to talk to after that football game, uh, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Locked on Horn Frogs is brought to you in part by BetterHelp. But in all seriousness, like therapy is an important thing. It's done wonders for me in my life and for 
my family. And so I'd encourage you to check out BetterHelp today. One great thing about BetterHelp is it's all online. And so it's meant to be flexible. It's meant to fit your schedule. It's designed to be convenient. You just have to fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Um, have you ever had a time in your life where you felt like your brain was working against you? You felt like you were supposed to, you know, do something or make a decision or have an opportunity to get something done, but you just couldn't because you couldn't get out of your own way. BetterHelp is here to get you started on the right path. They have licensed therapists, as I said earlier, that you can connect with. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash college today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp.com slash college. Uh, and use them today. Get 10% off your first month of therapy. Make that decision. Help yourself with BetterHelp Therapy. We're also brought to you in part by FanDuel. Uh, right now, if you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, you can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Uh, visit FanDuel.com. They have, again, money lines, props, all the different things you can bet on. They also have an app that is safe, secure, and easy to use. Thank you for FanDuel and BetterHelp for bringing you Locked On Horn Frogs this evening. So, yeah, I mean, as I was kind of closing the last segment, I'm just I'm really confused as, as to how we got here. Now, there are some reasons for it. I think the biggest issue with this team is against teams that are physical. They just can't hold up. Like, they have just been getting whooped up front on both sides of the ball. That showed in a huge way tonight against a Kansas State team that prides themselves on um, putting a hat on a hat and blocking well and tackling well and doing those fundamental things that TCU just hasn't been able to do this season. But, I mean, like, they're 4-4. Four and four. This is not a very good football team. They can, as I said, they can still make a bowl game. I think beating Texas Tech is possible. I think beating Baylor at home is obviously possible. I have little to no hope about the Texas and OU games right this moment. But something I was thinking about while this game was happening tonight, they really haven't beaten a Power 5 team this year. I mean, technically they have because they've beaten Houston and BYU. And those two teams are in the Big 12 Conference. In fairness, BYU, uh, last I checked, was on their way to getting a victory over Texas Tech in Provo, um, which would be, you know, a nice win for them. Tech could possibly fall to three and five or would fall to three and five if they ended up losing that football game. Houston played uh, Texas Tough in their game this afternoon. But those teams are making the transition to a Power 5 conference. And they beat Nickel State and SMU. And those are your four wins. They've lost to Colorado, West Virginia, Iowa State, and now been destroyed by Kansas State. This is just not a good football team. And I, I don't know what all the disconnects are, but I can tell you that the coaching staff seemed very optimistic about what they had on the field going into the season. And I think to a certain extent that was oversold. I mean, I feel like for, for all the talk, and, and I'm guilty of this as well, I thought this receiving group would be – really solid. That hasn't turned out that way. I thought the offensive line would take a step back. I didn't think they would fall off a cliff like they have. Hasn't worked out that way. But they're just not, I mean, the team is not getting it done. 
And last week it felt like they had this huge emotional lift, getting Hoover in the game, getting him, getting him acclimated to football, throwing the ball all over the place. And then tonight you, you sort of went back to what the offense has kind of been all year, which is a unit that doesn't seem to have much of an identity um, that can move the ball in between the 20s. But even when they do, it looks very disjointed and it doesn't feel like there's a lot of rhythm. And besides constantly having tempo, I don't really know what they do well. I know at one time, you know, they ran the ball really well early in the season. Um, but that's about it. At the moment, tonight they didn't do anything well. Consistently, they haven't had something to, to hang their hat on. But to have such a, a huge win, and, and it felt like, I mean, I, I said this during the week. I was like, we're going to see what this team is moving forward. But to have a big win like that and to come back with a performance like this, it just doesn't make sense. And I'm starting to get really concerned because it's been the theme of the season. After Colorado, it was like, hey, we well, we just weren't ready to play. Second half against West Virginia, weren't ready to play. Came out flat against Iowa State. And now tonight just – getting beat from start to finish and not really doing anything positive on the football field. I I don't know what the message is that this coaching staff is giving this team, but it's it's not clicking. It's not coming together. And now you have a bye week, and, I mean, we'll see once again how they respond to adversity. But, my goodness, like, the, I thought the defense was playing better, and then tonight they just get destroyed. Run all over. Last week, it felt like the offense was kind of clicking. The wide receivers were working hard for Josh making some contested catches. Offensive line was great in pass protection. Didn't run the ball particularly well, but made up for it with what they did in the passing game. And then tonight, just couldn't get anything going. And it feels like they have no real ability to handle adversity. Get behind in a ball game. And they just can't, I mean, they haven't really had a comeback win this year. They were behind early in that uh, Houston game and against SMU, but the game was never really out of reach. Had a couple chances to engineer game-winning drives against West Virginia and um, Colorado and couldn't do it. And then just kind of laid down against Iowa State and Kansas State. And I mean that's that's just effort and energy and focus. You can't you can't teach that. You can't replicate that. And uh, yeah, I mean there's there's still players on this team that played important football games last year, that played the Big Twelve championship, that played in a playoff game and won that playoff game. I'm just astounded that the fall has been this this uh, this steep. And I really thought I mean I thought that Sonny could be the coach that could get them out of this hamster wheel of development cycles where, okay, yeah, every three or four years you have a chance to be really good because you have a team that's filled with juniors and seniors and uh, they understand what's expected of them and they've been with this coaching staff for a while and they know what they have to do to play well. But that's not, I mean, this team is not even close to that. They're just going to be scrapping and clawing to get to the postseason. Um. And it's, it's not like they're lighting the world on fire 
on the recruiting trail at the moment either. I just, man, I, I mean, this was a, this was a rough loss, and they're going to get some time off now to assess what's happening and hopefully respond. But they have, they have missed the mark um, so much compared to what I thought they could do as a team. I said before the year, I thought seven, like over under seven and a half wins. I thought over was a lock. They're not going to get there. They're not going to get the eight wins. They're not winning their last four games. I mean, if they got to seven, that means they pulled off one big upset, which would be nice. But I don't see it happening. I just, you know, it's one thing to get beat, but to just get run over like this tonight is is super deflating. And so we'll see how they. Uh, how they try to respond when they play Texas Tech on Thursday night in a few weeks. We'll come back and wrap things up in our uh, instant reaction show. Horn Frogs lose 41 to 3 to Kansas State. It's locked on Horn Frogs, your team every day. Bird dogs, they're comfortable, make you look good, they make you feel good. They uh, stretch their khaki shorts, but they're designed to fit slimmer and they're really versatile. So you can wear them if it's a casual occasion, if, you know, out to work, if it's a more formal, formal occasion. Um, I like to wear them around the house or outside when I'm doing yard work. You can get a free water bottle if you go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter promo code locked on XXX at checkout for free. Again, that's a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. If you go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter the promo code locked on XXX for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Thanks to bird dogs for being a sponsor here of the locked on Network. Yeah, so just looking at the stats here, I mean, Amani Bailey ended up having 100 yards in the day on eight yards per carry, but most of that was along of 35 yards. Even in the second half, you know, at a time in the game when it was out of hand where you thought maybe they could make something happen and, you know, find a way to score, uh, they just couldn't do it. Like, the, the red zone offense is so abysmal. It's it's hard to describe. Um, and I know part of that is like they, they can't block really well, which means they can't run the football. But situational football and pivotal moments, they're just not good at it. And I, I don't get it. I mean, I know that is like historically, that's typically been a weakness of the Kendall Browse offense. Um, and they just haven't found a way to try to, combat that and to, you know, be effective in those situations. Uh, and, again, like, I, I don't really know what to say about Josh's performance tonight. Like, it wasn't good. His final stat line, um, 23 of 43, 187 yards, zero touchdowns, one pick, only averaged about five yards an attempt. But the whole team was was not playing well. And not to go back to the Chandler Morris thing, because to me there's no debate here the rest of the season. I don't think Chandler's going to be healthy enough to come back. But um, I kind of got labeled like a Chandler Morris apologist at the end of his run. And really the point I was making was just that I don't think it's as simple as switching quarterbacks and solving all their problems. Um, and I think that was pretty evident tonight. Now maybe tonight was just your, your clunker of a game. And they play better throughout the season. But I mean, this was just an all-around bad performance. And, yeah, defensively, they're going to have to answer some questions. 
I mean, Joe Gillespie, like, this is, again, they have no answer for what Kansas State does on offense. And it didn't matter if it was Avery Johnson. It didn't matter if it was Will Howard back there. They did whatever they wanted running and passing the football. Um, and they looked great. And, yeah, Frogs are now 4-4. Four and four. They're going to be fighting for bowl, bowl eligibility. And it was an embarrassing loss. It was an embarrassing effort. And, honestly, it's a season that unless they can – you know, flip the script here over the last few weeks. It's a season to forget. I hope they make a bowl game. I hope they do that for their sake. I think that's, you know, important just to get to the postseason and win six games. Um, but it's it's hard not to be negative about where this team is. And with all – I think they do have talent. Like, I, they have talent. It's not – the transfer that they brought in, not all of them have been guys that have been super productive at the Power 5 level. But they're certainly better than this. They're better than getting beat 41-3 to by Kansas State, even on the road in a night game like that. Um, but nothing went right tonight. And so we'll have coverage all through the bye week. I mean, there's no game, but I'm still here doing shows. And so, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I was like, if it makes you feel better to yell at me, go ahead. You know, I'm here to be a sounding board, and if you want to vent and – be upset about this team. That's fine. We can do that this week. We'll talk about it. We're going to talk baseball and basketball as well. It's Locked on Horn Frogs. It's your team every day. I'm your host, Stephen Simcox. I truly did want to thank everybody for the support. We got to 1,000 subscribers, which is really cool on YouTube. The show has grown a lot this year despite, you know, it being an up-and-down season. As I say every week, regardless of what happens, I'll be here covering the team. Locked on Horn Frogs, your team every day. I'll talk to you guys on Monday.